If you could share one big idea to change the future of education, what would it be? In our One Big Idea series on Future of School, the podcast, we'll hear from a diverse array of education stakeholders, from parents and educators to longtime industry leaders who will share their bold proposals to transform teaching and learning in the United States. Together, we'll amplify one another's unique perspectives, consider new solutions, and above all, make sure every voice is included in the conversation. Welcome to another exciting episode of One Big Idea, our Future of School podcast mini-series. Today, we welcome Dr. Sean McAlmond, an EdTech executive and educator who has been focused on career and workforce development for 25 years. I know you to be a leader with many creative ideas, Sean. Thank you for being with us today. Amy, thanks for having me. I, I truly appreciate it. Wonderful. Well, let's jump right in and share with us your one big idea for transformation in education. Yeah, Amy, thanks so much. I, I love this concept. And I don't know if anybody's asked me what my one big idea is, but uh, here goes. So I've worked in career education for, as you mentioned, about 25 years. And I've, I focused most of that time on adults uh, who are either uh, entering a, a, a new career field out of, out of college or they're actually changing, they're career changers and, and uh, reskilling themselves to enter a new field. Uh, what I've been working on over the last few years, the last three years at Stride, is uh, moving what we've learned uh, in terms of adult career learning to the earliest of ages. And so we've been moving from high school, we moved on to middle school. And so my, my, my big idea really relates to what I'm seeing at the youngest of ages. It's basically that uh, an incredible career journey really does await every child, but we've got to help them realize that at the youngest of ages. And, 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 and that's the basic idea. I think that every child has that right. And, and what we do as a society to help them get there uh, really uh, defines whether they'll be successful or not. Now, you know, the way I look at this breaks down into a number of areas. You know, how do we uh, build career confidence at an early age? Yeah, how do we have them explore different careers? Um, how do we mentor along the way? And how do we give them different types of work-based learning? And the reason those are very important skills at the youngest of ages is because you have to actually jump to the end to talk about the beginning. The work, workplace is changing rapidly. Uh, Technology is driving automation everywhere we see it. We're finding that IT jobs, whether they're coding or data science, uh, hardware and software, uh, help desk jobs are, are, are growing at a rapid pace, but there aren't enough people to actually uh, take those jobs. I believe that there are something like 800,000 jobs every quarter in, in the IT field that, that go uh, without somebody in that job. And, and that's a travesty when you've got a lot of people who aren't working, period, uh, especially in, in underrepresented groups. So if we look at that fast-moving workplace, how do you jump you know, ahead um, to figure out how to prepare someone for that new workplace? So one of the things that we've done, uh, Amy, is we've really uh, uh, tried to introduce skills that we feel will be pervasive and, and, um, and related no matter what you choose to do down the road because of a technology-driven workplace. So for example, in a virtual environment, we have students 
uh, engaged in working in virtual teams at, at the seventh grade level. When they can work in a virtual team, uh, they can you know, work on Zoom and, and we add project-based learning, they're actually working in a way that, that we're all working today and that we've seen really become uh, pronounced during uh, COVID, during the pandemic. So our seventh graders at, at Stride Schools are, are working as we are today. We're finding that they pick these skills up very easy. If you have a student that doesn't like math, for example, or they, they just you know hate sitting through any kind of literature class, when you add project-based learning and you, you make it more applicable and you put it in a work-based format and you talk about you know, maybe why businesses like Blockbuster went out of business, why Netflix has pr promoted itself so dramatically or why social media has taken off. And um, young people, they understand it and they can apply some of those concepts to things they see every single day. In addition, we have them explore careers in ways that they haven't done before we have them talk directly to industry professionals. We don't rely on teachers and counselors to share um, what's happening in an industry because teachers and counselors are doing a great job teaching and counseling today, but they don't know what's happening at Amazon or, or, or Google or the latest job categories um, across banking or how technology is influencing automation and the use of bots. And so when we have young people talk directly to industry professionals, they can learn what's happening in that industry. They learn what happens in the in the day of a day of the life of a software developer. They learn the path that that person took to get to their job, and they understand what happens at that particular company. We found that to be extremely valuable. Again, at those youngest of ages, because if you recall, for any of us who have asked our uh, sons or daughters or nephews or nieces or students, um, you know, tell me ten different careers. It's, it's very difficult for them to go past maybe five or six when you're in the seventh or eighth grade. When we have them explore talking to industry, they understand at a depth that they haven't had before what happens in multiple industries. And it at least gives them a sense for where they can be. They can see a path. They can maybe even see themselves in that place. So I think that the, the idea about introducing these concepts at the earliest of ages can give a student that opportunity. And, and the last thing I'll say um, on this is that, you know, if, if, you, um, if you introduce a middle school student to, to a particular career and they um, have an opportunity to study it and they, they really don't understand it, when we put them in, in groups and we have them work on projects together, they take different elements of, of that project. And we're finding that they collaborate in ways that we're finding that adults don't collaborate. They don't have a fear of certain types of collaboration and they find ways to actually help each other understand the product, understand the project and understand the, the company or industry they're, they're studying. And so a lot of help along the way. Awesome. I have about 15 questions for you and we have about five minutes left. So I am going to go really big on this because when you were talking, it reminded me of an article that I read a few years ago that where the author said, challenge people to say to children, instead of saying to kids, what do you want to be when you get big? That we should replace that with what kind of life do you want to live? And I'm, and I'm not certain that that was in response to the changing workforce. I think it was more about, you know, a holistic approach to your life. 
but I think it's when we look here, what the work you're leading and we look at that, if the jobs of the future aren't clearly defined right now, but we know the skills that, that are going to be in demand, then that helps kids be open to imagining what kind of career they want, knowing that those jobs may not be here today. I, I agree 100%. You know, the, so, so this big idea about realizing that this incredible journey, career journey can await any, any student, to me also relates to the fact that, you know, we've heard the term gainful employment. Gainful employment essentially means not working for the sake of work or not working to barely make ends meet. It's, it's having employment down the road that actually allows you to have a family if that's what you want, travel if that's what you want, um, reduce debt and, and live debt-free, uh, transfer uh, you know, help or, or wealth to the next generation. This con- the concept of intergenerational um, wealth comes up a lot because we talk about the haves and have-nots or underrepresented versus uh, majority. And sometimes in the underrepresented populations, we see that, that sometimes students in this generation are starting from scratch today, where a peer uh, you know, might have uh, more assistance than, than that, that student. And so this, this also gives students a chance to, to look confidently to the future, to, to have a life, to your point, that is full and rich and allows them to transfer that experience for generations to come. It, it's really, an, it's an important concept. Yeah, and what's really great is that you're, what you're talking about in your big idea, it, it's the work that you're leading at Stride, correct? Uh, absolutely. absolutely. So what, what, is it safe to say that your big idea would be taking what you're doing mainstream? Yes, absolutely. We're, we're trying to do that ourselves. Yeah, we we've we've gone from like zero students maybe three years ago to thirty thousand students in our program last year, and we hope that goes to forty five to fifty thousand students in the fall. That's that's an amazing amount of growth in just the career learning component. And what we're finding is these are people that are making the choice to attend a stride school, and most of them are are virtual, mostly virtual programs where they get a high school experience and they take electives that are career electives in addition to all of these other career building and career confidence skills and work-based learning. We like them to go out and actually practice what they're they're learning. And so if we can have 50,000 students just in our organization, we do feel that we can perpetuate this concept and, and make the change at scale and really impact the, the future of the country. Like that, that's our goal is to, is to really have this impact the future by lessening skills gaps, lessening equity gaps, mm-hmm. um, you know, retirement gaps. Like we want this to, to economically help the country um, by, by starting one child at a time in elementary or middle school. Well, that's why we have these conversations and inspirational uh, moments to be able to let people know who don't know, because now people are looking for solutions. They're looking for resources. They're looking for new ways. Had it not been for the pandemic, I'm not sure that we would be at a place socially where people would be ripe to 
really think outside the box, think outside the one size fits all. And, and that's the direction we're moving. So I'm so impressed to hear that what your big idea is, is already in motion, Sean. And we look forward to following you and sharing the great work that you're doing at Stride. Great, Amy. Thanks so much. And thanks for this opportunity. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Future of School, the podcast. What's your one big idea to transform education? Connect with us on social media or on our website, www.futureof.school to share. And if you're one of our listeners enjoying the podcast on Apple, we hope you'll consider leaving a five-star review to help more people find the show. 